Hello everybody, Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to some more Toronto Raptors free agency news. Obviously tomorrow evening, 6 o'clock Eastern, free agency begins. All of the free agents will be able to talk to different teams, sign with different teams, so that will be an avalanche of reports, news, seeing where everyone will end up. So the, this is a crazy, hectic time. All these reports are coming out, and the Toronto Raptors have the biggest dog in the game in Kawhi Leonard, and as over the past week, we've heard numerous reports coming from Woj, some of the most credible sources in the in the states and we're not sure if they're all true because they're all conflicting and it's a wild wild time we're trying to break everything down for you guys but the one player the unrestricted free agent that a lot of people aren't talking about we brought Marc Gasol he opted in to his contract so he's going to be here all next season but the other guy you know the other guy in the trade as he calls himself Danny Green the Toronto Raptors starting two guard on their championship roster he is also an unrestricted free agent and there's been some news he spoke on his upcoming impending free agency on what his plans are for the future so we're going to dive straight into that Danny Green when asked about what the biggest factor in his upcoming free agency is going to be, he's brought up that the fact of winning, going to a winning situation or coming back to a winning situation is his biggest thing. He's really happy with how the Toronto Raptors treat him. He was really pleased with the organization, all that sort of stuff. People listen to the Danny Green podcast. They've heard him talk all over the year. Danny Green wants to come back to the Toronto Raptors. And this isn't saying this podcast isn't talking about Danny Green not willing to come back or looking to go to LA or something weird like that. But... The one thing that came up that might raise some red flags in the eyes of Toronto Raptors front office people or Toronto Raptors fans, maybe not a red flag, but some questions about his future going forward with the Raptors is he's come out and said that this year is the time where he needs to maximize the dollars on the longest amount of years that he can do. So that that's that's a quote that came from Danny Green. He's looking to get a lot of money on a long-term contract. And Obviously, the Toronto Raptors, their cap situation is structured so that next year we have Lowry, Gasol, Ibaka, a lot of our older vets coming off the books. Pascal Siakam, his rookie contract's up, so we can make a whole video on Pascal Siakam's contract extension that's inevitably going to happen because Masai Ujiri needs to bring that man back. Fred Van Vliet's contract is up. It seems like our whole roster is going to be free agents, and then this will be a new era for the Toronto Raptors where we pass the torch, so to speak, to the younger guys, to the guys that have been developing all throughout the years. Our current role players will be our current, our future main guys, and that's been Masai's plan for the past three seasons. When we signed Damar, Lowry, all these guys to that contract, it was with the plan of capitalizing on this window, and Masai Ujiri maxed out this window by making the Kawhi Leonard trade, and then everyone's deals were supposed to be off the books after next season. So Danny Green, the only player that we really have guaranteed big money out there is Norman Powell, but he's only there for one year extra. So the Toronto Raptors have some big decisions to make this offseason about if they want to keep Danny Green on a long-term deal. As I mentioned, he's looking for big money on a long-term contract. He's not going to get a max or anything like that, but I could see Danny Green getting some big money offers from a lot of teams throughout the league. He shot 45% from the three-point line this season. He's a champion. He's a great defender. I'm aware he struggled in the playoffs, and especially in the NBA Finals, throwing throwing that errand pass in Game 6, but there's still going to be a lot of teams, a lot of demand for Danny Green out on the open market, and even though he said that winning is his main thing and he loves Toronto and he'd do a lot to come back, but 
let's just say not even a bad team, not even a Orlando Magic Bismack Biombo situation, a team where Danny Green will still be in a winning position, but the the Lakers or something, the Clippers, maybe the Clippers do this move to mess around with the Raptors and be more attractive destination for Kawhi, or even a random team like the Thunder, or a team that's competitive, maybe not the level of the Toronto Raptors, but still a winning organization. They they give Danny Green a three-year $12 million contract, a four-year $10 million per year contract. That could be very enticing for a guy like Green, and maybe he looks to the Toronto Raptors to maybe not match that complete dollar for dollar, but what if he demands a trade like a four-year four $40 million contract? That would make him making $10 million per season. He's 32 years old right now, and do the Toronto Raptors want to commit into that sort of money, that sort of capital with Danny Green? Now, we'll start with the pros of him. He's an experienced veteran. I know he struggled in the playoffs, but he's usually a playoff performer during the regular season, especially at the close of games. He'd always be ready to hit a three. As I previously mentioned, he shot 45% from three during the regular season. That's a ridiculous number. That's an amazing three-point shooter right there. Fell off a bit in the playoffs, but regardless, that's a that's a knockdown three-point specialist right there. He's close to Kawhi Leonard, and maybe if the Raptors don't have plans on bringing him back, maybe even if Kawhi signs a one-year deal or something, it, it could be a bit deterring for him to return in future seasons. So there's the Kawhi factor with Danny Green. He's a great defender. He seems like a team player, so even if he regresses a bit in the later years of his deal with the Toronto Raptors, I feel like he'd be willing to come off the bench and do what's best for the team. So there's a lot of pros with Danny Green and what he's doing, what he could do for the Toronto Raptors in the future. But if we sign him to a three- or four-year contract at decent money, I wouldn't mind locking Danny Green in with a you know, four-year, $7 million per year deal where the cap hit isn't that big and he still can be a... Even if he's a deep bench guy, he's not going to take that much of a hit. But if we're paying him 10 12 even more than that money for the next few seasons, Danny Green is not going to get better. This is the one thing about Danny Green. He's 32 years old. His game isn't going to improve over the next few seasons. Now, maybe he has a miraculous end-of-career ability to improve his ball handling or something like that, but I, I'd say it's realistic to say that Danny Green is not going to improve on his game. Maybe he could improve on his playoff performance because he's done that in the past, but his game isn't going to evolve. He's not. We're not paying him money like we did Norman Powell, hoping he improves and we're building on potential. This is the player we're going to get out of Danny Green over the next few seasons. If not, he's going to regress. Dude, and not because he's going to not work hard, but that's what happens when you age and you've been playing in the playoffs every single year. Your body gets broken down. So... I'm by no means trashing on Danny Green for wanting a long-term deal. This is the age where you want those long-term contracts, so you have some stability in the league in your older years. You're not worried about having to go from team to team looking for your next contract. Get some stability. I think Danny Green should be looking for this deal. But the question remains, should the Toronto Raptors do this? And there's a precedent for this type of contract for older players. Like P.J. Tucker, he wanted a four-year. When he left the Toronto Raptors, he was looking for a four-year deal. He got that in Houston, and P.J. Tucker and him, I think, are around similar skill levels. Obviously, Tucker's a bit more of a, a bulkier defender, but Danny Green's more of the mobile shooter, if that makes sense. But that's the precedent for players of Danny Green's skill level that he's going to have to get paid, and those are the contracts that he's going to be able to demand. And if, if you had to ask me, if this, you know, I'm going to give my opinion, it's not going to be right or wrong, we don't really know. The only person that's going to be in the best position to make this decision is Masai Jerry, and I'm going to trust anything that he does, but if I were in the shoes with the knowledge I have now, 
I, I'd say go for it. I say you bring him back, especially with the Kawhi factor, especially with the fact that he's experienced, he can knock down the three-point shot, and he proved he could do that this year despite the fact it fell off in the playoffs. I think you, you have to pay Danny Green. You don't let a player like that walk that fits the Toronto Raptors culture. He's not a hothead. He's not a locker room irritable guy. He's a veteran that plays defense, that shoots threes, the exact type of player that we want on the Toronto Raptors. And that the 3 and D players, their their play rarely falls off in this age of their career. Their defense might fall back a bit, but Danny Green seems to have kept himself in peak physical condition. I think for the next two years, he can still be a, an elite defender in the NBA. Now, if he demands a four-year, three- or four-year contract, I say you give it to him, assuming it's not a ridiculous amount of money. If it's four years and he's requesting over $12 million, I think at that point you let him walk and see if any other team will give him that money, but... A two, three year deal at $10 million a year, I think that's a completely realistic deal for Danny Green. I know we have set ourselves up for cap flexibility over, uh, not this season, but the season after, and this will take a hit into that, especially with Norman Powell's deal there. But if we're really in the market for a big free agent that's outside of house, because assuming everyone wants to come back and Kawhi's here and Siakam, all of them want to stay, the, then we can just sign them over the cab because they're with our roster, they, we have their bird rights and all that sort of stuff. But if we're in the market for a big name free agent, I think Danny Green's play won't fall off a map, won't completely disintegrate to the point where we won't be able to trade that contract if we have to. And the Raptors never really have been in play, been in contention for the biggest max guys on other teams' free agencies. So I don't think we have to situate ourselves like the Knicks and all these teams are doing this offseason where cap flexibility is the only chance we have. I think Masai Ujiri can navigate through these these situations a lot better than a lot of the GMs in the league and maintaining the talent we have on the roster right now is the smartest move to do especially when he has a relationship with Kawhi Leonard and the other guys on the roster now I'm aware this might be a hot take because especially the way people reacted and myself included he really struggled during the postseason I haven't fallen off the the bandwagon of liking Danny Green's game at all but I know a lot of people have people are really disappointed in saying we should let Danny Green walk release him into free agency so that's where I know a lot of people are at but I still think his value to the Toronto Raptors is very high very very high I'd like to run it back with this roster even if he's not a starter next season even if because I'm a personally people that listen to the podcast know I'm a huge fan of OG Anobi I'd like to see him start maybe at the two next season Norm Powell showed that he can ball out if he's given the opportunity during the playoffs, especially during that Bucks series. So maybe if he has a full year of being a starter with the Raptors, the, the team's ceiling is higher. There's a lot of potential avenues of growth for this team, even with the players we have. And whether that's Danny Green still starting or we bring in one of the younger players and starting, even Fred Van Vliet might demand a starting position, not not necessarily vocalize it, but he's playing at a level where he we, ha- we have to start him. That that might be a situation too, where we run him at the two. Uh, these, are, these are just speculation points right now. But I think Danny Green, you bring him back. I think you bring him back even with this playoff struggles. But let me know in the comment section what you guys think. You're the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that cool stuff. As I've brought up, we're, we're breaking down everything Toronto Raptors free agency coming up through these coming days. So stay tuned to the Raptors Digest. Let people know about the podcast, all that sort of stuff. we got a fun next couple weeks. So stay tuned. Anyways, I'm signing out. Cheers.